you're not always gonna like everything you do. When you have a boss, you probably don't like clocking in at a certain time. You probably don't like spending five to six to seven to eight hours a day somewhere doing something that you don't really like doing. You probably don't like the amount of money getting paid. You probably don't like when you're getting paid, such as every two weeks. Probably don't like your boss. Probably don't like your coworkers. Probably don't like your uniform. (laughs) Probably don't like how long your lunch break is. You probably do like the stability because you're getting paid every two weeks. You probably don't know that you like the uniform because you don't have to think about what to wear to work all the time. You probably don't know that you appreciate your coworkers because of the diversity that they bring to your life. You wouldn't be around them otherwise if it weren't for your job. But at the same time, you also at least get a glimpse into other people's perspectives that you otherwise wouldn't if you were a person who works from home. This is all in theory, of course, but the point is that, is that there's a yin and yang, a pros, pros and cons, and different perspectives to view your job. Now, culturally, we've been sort of saying, in a way, like the answer to these things that you don't like when it comes to working a job is entrepreneurship. It's starting your own business. It's becoming your own boss. It's creating your own hours. You know, it's working from home. And I want to argue that being an entrepreneur is not necessarily that much different from working a regular job. Controversial idea, I know. But I'll explain why in this episode. First, to give some context, I've been an entrepreneur for going on 15 years. I started when I was, you know, you can say 16. And at first, I was a strong advocate for you don't need a job or you shouldn't aim for a nine to five job. I had a sort of snotty attitude towards people who had a nine to five job, like as if they were inferior. I framed the criticism as, oh, you're working for someone else. You know, there's famous type of narratives and phrases out on the internet that say something like, oh, you're helping to build someone else's dream and all that good stuff. Although, just as a quick rebuttal, you know, I'm looking at some dumbbells on the floor right now that I use to work out. And... (laughs) The person, like like the company who supplies, let's say like the dumbbells, they need to be, um, I don't know how the hell you create dumbbells, but some company has some, somewhere has a factory that creates, let's say, one of the parts that you need for a dumbbell. And that company just creates those parts. Maybe those parts are used for different types of things outside of dumbbells, but... That's what they do. That's the company. And I don't know if people who are working for that company 
is building someone else's dream as if someone else woke up one day and had a dream to create a company that makes parts for dumbbells or doorbells or TV components or shoelaces, you know, I, I guess, you know, sneaker companies, manufacturers have, they create their own shoelaces, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how it works, but it is something to think about because most businesses are those kind of businesses. It's the businesses that create the components that build other things like the iPhone. So I don't know about you're just building someone else's dream. I know that's debatable, but because you might say, well, yeah, it's not their dream to build a company that creates components for doorbells or, um, you know, but they're making a ton of money and they're living their dream life, meaning they have wealth and they can you know, do whatever they want. Meanwhile, the workers are not living that way. Fine. I can accept that argument. Um, but I don't know if, if, you know, it's just like all phrases. I personally can't deal with simplified um, philosophies. You know, um, I don't know if, you know, someone who builds a company building remote controls are living their dream life. I don't know. I don't know what their intent was. Their intent might have been just to build wealth. And that's it. So I, I guess what you could say, instead of saying you're working to help build someone else's dream, is that you're, wel- you're working for not building wealth. Although I would argue against that as well. And I'll say, well, look, there's no reason why you can't build wealth while you're working. I mean, there is reason, right? Like if you don't make enough money and your expenses are too high, and if your life is complicated where you have two kids and so forth. But there is a way to build wealth even when you're working, such as investing into the stock market or investing into other things or saving up money to invest into real estate or whatever the case is. You can still build wealth, especially if you start young due to compound interest, working a regular job with no problem. In fact, you're more likely to build wealth that way than starting a business because most businesses fail most people who invest early don't. So that's just a different perspective for how to view that. Anyways, my original idea was people work a job, people build businesses. And no matter what you do, you're going to do something that you don't like. And I think it's simply about just choosing what you feel like doing but nothing is better than the other and I think I think that's my main point some people sort of pride themselves as they're an entrepreneur but I don't know if you need to really be prideful like just do what you got to do and that's it you're just doing something that you feel like you need to do to get x y and z that's all it is it's not I'm choosing a better route so I, I, I just can't look at workers as inferior to uh, business owners or vice versa either. Just because you have a stable job doesn't mean that you're better than the person who doesn't, who is trying to create something from scratch, who's trying to build a business, a startup, and doesn't have any money, but they're, they're trying to figure it out. And once they do, it might be worth it for them. So, you know, we, we just got to balance it out in terms of perspectives here. Just to offer specifics for why I 
rather have a more balanced view. When it comes to entrepreneurship, when you first start, you know, you, you don't have much money, so you're going to make a lot of, you got to make a lot of sacrifices. You might, you might have to sacrifice most of your 20s not going out to parties. And that might mean, see, some people say, oh, you, you know, you're going to sacrifice not going to parties. But you might say, well, I'm an introvert and I don't like going to parties anyways, which that's kind of what I say. And so who cares? I'm not missing out on much. But I would say that the freedom to choose if you want to go out to parties and honestly, just the, the freedom of making mistakes. You go to parties, you try to talk to a girl, you're kind of awkward, uh, awkward and you, know, you start learning little by little how to talk to women better. Or if you're a woman, you start learning uh, about men, how some men can be a little in, can be inappropriate and you know how to create boundaries because you're out in clubs and you start learning from other women or, you know. These little things do provide some value because they're, it's data. And data is converted into action when you merge the data with other things you've learned. And then you create solutions to problems. So everything can be useful. Um, but anyway, um, the idea of going to work. You know, having coworkers that you don't like, the boss you don't like, and pointing out all the things that are not good about a job. Although I'd say that's just based on perspective. Again, you may not like your coworkers, but you may not understand that those coworkers are giving you value because they share a different perspective. And you get a glimpse into other cultures that you otherwise wouldn't if you didn't work that job. So nothing's really bad or good per se in this context. Just like you would say, well, hey, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, I just started a business. Uh, I'm in a studio apartment and I eat ramen noodles all the time because I don't want to spend so much money on eating out and well, because I can't. But, but I'm building a billion dollar business. And so therefore, although you don't know if that's true or not, you just that's just what you believe. But although what is true is that you're sacrificing so that you can make something more, um, you know, or, or so that you can reach a goal, you can justify eating ramen noodles because you're trying to reach a certain goal. In a job, you can justify going to a job, doing the stuff that you don't like, like clocking in and clocking out every single day. You can justify it with, well, I'm using some of that money to save up to do X, Y, and Z. I am wanting to have a job so that, that way I don't have to worry about money so that way I can focus on the things that I really do like like you know music or um, dancing or writing you know music and writing and dancing a lot of the times you can't make money off of those things and sometimes even if you could make money off of those things you may not like in doing you may not like doing those things anymore sometimes when you turn your hobby into a business you sort of lose the love of it. That happened to me with music, and I can talk about that in a different episode, but it's true. I think um, you start doing something that you love for the fun of it, but then when you try to make money with it, it becomes a different type of thing that you're doing. You're creating a business now. That's a different thing from what you love to do. So, anyways... 
I think I, I just wanted to make this episode because I was inspired by um, conversations that I've, I've that I've had over the years of people who continuously mock people who have regular jobs, quote unquote regular jobs, and who don't see the hypocrisy of what they're doing. They're saying, "Oh, you're doing something you don't like." Meanwhile, you do things you don't like all the time as an entrepreneur. And you sort of disregard them because you're just focused on your goal, which is cool. That's what you should do. But they're still there. You're still doing things you don't like. You don't see them as often because you're focused on your goal. People have a job. They're focusing on a goal. They may not really care about the fact that they're, you know, so-called trading their time for money. That's another funny uh, narrative is that. You're trading your time for money. It's like, okay, like, you don't have to be that dramatic now. Yeah, you, life is short and you're trading your time for money, but you are always trading your time for money, no matter what you do, especially if you're an entrepreneur. You're trading more of your time for no money most of the time, especially in the beginning. And sometimes, always. Again, not all businesses succeed. So, Entrepreneurs trade their time for money. And again, I got to correct myself. They trade their time for the potential of money and sometimes never make the money. So people who work jobs are not any less than you are. You can make an argument on both sides. That goes for the idea, again, of having your own boss like, or, like, or being your own boss. Some people say, oh, you have a boss. <laughs> it's like, look, man, if you own an agency, for example, you have bosses. You might be the one in charge of your company, but you're not the one in charge of how the money's being made per se. Like, the only real boss I think that exists are probably, I don't know, people who buy stocks, people who invest, because then they put their money somewhere and the money does its thing. You know, it, it's at the mercy of what happens in the marketplace. So the marketplace is the boss in that, you know, in that sort of scenario. But it's different from like if you have a company and you are working with other companies as an agency, those other companies are your boss. They're telling you what they want you to do. At the end of the day, you're creating a product or service for someone else, and they are going to tell you what you want, what they want you to do. If you have a company um, where you make consumer products and your customer base are consumers, the everyday person, the everyday person is your boss. You have to do something that they want you to do, no matter what. So it's just a perspective shift. And again, if you say, well, that's not the same as having a boss at work because a boss can fire you at work where the consumer can't fire you. Look, I mean, it's all it's all perspective. Again, if consumers don't buy from you, then it's pretty much the same as firing you because it means you have no money coming in. If no money coming in is the problem, if that's the problem, then getting fired from a job gives you that problem, but making a product that people aren't, aren't going to buy gives you that same problem too. And again, sure, there's more flexibility 
in entrepreneurship, you can pivot, you can change things around. Whereas a, at a job, if you get fired, well, they need to find another job. There's no negotiating per se. But again, the, a, a job still gives you the security once you find it. So once you find it, you get the security. So not some people say there is no security with jobs because you can get fired. Look, man, it's a big game. It's a big, you know, it, it's just cherry picking uh, certain scenarios that are possible to make yourself feel better about what you're doing, despite the fact that what you're doing has the same risk, if not even more. So I'm not against getting a job, not against starting a business, um, not against going to school, even though I've left school myself. Um, I think it's, again, perspective is balance. And it's really thinking appropriately in terms of like, look, you know, is it fair for me to compare the two as if one is better than the other? That's what you should always think about. Be realistic, be honest. And I think if you do that, then you can progress to where you want to go. You might say, hey, I want a house want to buy a house one day and you might think being an entrepreneur will get you that house and it could be true but if you don't really consider how getting a job versus being an entrepreneur can help you get that house like what what, what makes it more likely that you'll get the house and, and if you and if you don't look at the negative downsides of entrepreneurship and you say, yeah, entrepreneurship is all good. That's the only way to go. I can't get a job. Then if you can see yourself living two different lives and letting it play out, it's possible that getting a job would have got you to house faster than starting a business. So anyways, I'll end with that. Um, thanks for listening. And you'll listen to me next time in the next episode.